0: Yo, um, we're joined here by a uh, podcast ninja off of an iPad
1: at a uh, Apple store. What's up? Not much. Trying to get my keyboard fixed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just funny that like, you, you go, you talk at a conference about it, about Apple stuff, and then you have to go to the bill and wait in line like everyone else to get
1: your keyboard fixed. Uh, uh, actually, it's a little more complicated than that. Plus, I broke my computer a week before that presentation, so it was pretty painful. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't freak out. But you know, um, I actually got here, they said the next appointment would be next week. And then I told them who I was, and they said, okay, we have one in two hours. So here I am. But <laughs> so do you want to tell us a little bit about um, what
0: you presented
1: to the, the conference? Uh, it was basically an exploit chain. That, worked on I think, a couple years back, uh, 2017, a okay. full root export chain. It was very simple, uh, but a beautiful export chain uh, to the point where the exploit would be triggered before the user even logged on. It would, if it failed, it would continually be re-triggered. Like the modem would try to redial and it failed. And then the uh, thing which actually handled the modem communication actually did not reprint any crash reports at all. So no one would have known in the film.
2: Nice. I noticed uh, there was some reference to PPP. Uh, so I can assume that, like, can I assume that the leftovers from uh, like OS, like OS X, whenever it was originally introduced, is like made like left its mark in uh, the version that you recently exploited.
1: Oh yeah, um, I mean it was still using Pascal strings. Like, there was comments saying like, okay, we're taking a core foundation string, we're casting it to a Pascal string, and then to a C string. Like, sorry, hope nothing bad happens here. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs>
2: that's some that's some legacy
1: code. Yeah. I, I even asked Cordy to help me with it and he told That's me what? Oh. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: No. But yeah, uh, straight out of the Apple store. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll come back or not. This like is, is hilarious. Probably got his uh <clears throat> his iPad or his keyboard back or something, but uh nothing, <clears throat> I guess. But pretty dope though um i'm glad to see that they're called there are they like boys like that that are just out there and that's like the thing it's like when there's same thing with all the window stuff that uh sandbuck puts out everything that just comes out all the time of just real old old stuff that just kind of is, is there and you can just use it to chain other stuff just awesome <laughs> but yeah all right, I guess we can just um, keep talking or keep talking about our actual main topic here. If Pondus uh, comes back and says, what's up? Um, but yo, all right, let's finally get into it. Uh, decentralization. <laughs> so we've talked about this a bunch. We have a lot of decentralization evangelists in our midst. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of this time, I guess, to jump right into it. So Atmos, do you want to start us off, I guess, a little bit about um, well, what decentralization is? uh as a general concept and then maybe we can discuss some common misconceptions and and correct
3: them yeah sure but like after I, I think we're going to cover matrix because just to mm-hmm. cover decentralization like it will take more than one podcast but yeah basically decentralization <laughs> is is oh can i say that uh, Instead of adding one control center when you reach a service, it's distribute. And basically, when you want something to be decentralized, you have to make it open source. Otherwise, people won't just run a binary and you can have your own server, your own client for pretty much everything. It's removing the limitation of accessing, like, limitation of server. You don't have to just access one server to be able to use the service.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I guess
2: uh, a big thing with decentralization as well in that context is uh, the ability to remove one of the nodes
3: and uh, maintain all of the data, right? Yep, exactly. Basically, you... Let's say Discord will decide to be decentralized tomorrow. If you, you will register on Discord, they will probably ask you on which server you, you will like to register or peer with other, because there's different ways that, that decentralization works. There's, a, there's DH, DHT that is often used, which, mm-hmm. is, which is basically distribute hash a, a, table. Yeah. And like Matrix, use the Federation scheme, which is kind of stupid. Well, my opinion is that Federation are stupid because let's say uh, Matrix Federation will get compromised. It could potentially like make all servers vulnerable to man in the middle attack.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So now with,
0: hold on, big truck just came
3: by. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so much project. Uh, I'm trying to think what to talk about because there's so much stuff we can co- cover.
0: So here's a question from the chat, which is actually a, a really solid way to describe it. So I'm, I'll ask a question to everybody here. Um, there's not a lot of true movement towards decentralization oh that's think- that's false well yeah well let me just finish the question here so does anybody think that decentralization is a real solution to any problem at this point
3: yeah it is because it maybe you didn't nutize because some of you are late but the old internet right now is shifting toward decentralization and p2p you like it that's where the bubble is right now. There's project like Scuttlebutt Network, which is SSB, that, that is like that is uh, somehow a social media with all features that you find in MySpace, Twitter, all the social media that you know. There's mm-hmm. metrics that we use for chatting right now. Uh, there's blog stack, there's all chain, there's so much project. They you most of people don't hear about those because they're mm-hmm. stuck in their centralized program. They don't look anymore for new stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, the, it's a lot about it's exposure. I mean, a lot of people just don't really get to hear about this stuff because it's a lot. It's a lot of it is, is associated with crime. That's the first and foremost thing that I think is the reason why people either don't hear about it or avoid it. But then, secondly, it also they assume that they have to have some sort of like higher level of, of you know computer knowledge to be able to use it as an average consumer you know if you're not a coder you're not a developer um, you know it's it's difficult for some people to think that something like decentralization where you have to like run your own like say matrix home server or something no that is within the, your- the
3: core of internet was designed to be decentralized the only thing where hardware limitation back then so they had to rely on third party to do that job. Yeah. I and think, so, yeah, uh, you're exactly uh, right. People used to have,
0: like, the host.txt, which was DNS before DNS, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's stuff like that where, you know, people had to have their own versions of things, and that's where things do get complicated with, you know, decentralized products in general is, you know, take, for example, Matrix, and you have to... Um, you know, authorize it and verify everybody's keys and stuff like that, and it, it oh. becomes a thing where people, where people are, you know, don't they want to have the easiest solution? And that's why people will tend to gravitate towards something that is like, you know, the Facebooks and the Discords of the world, um, because it is a third-party platform that they don't have to do anything special.
2: But at a, moment, a lot of a lot of people get confused between uh, decentralization in when you start talking about blockchain, like they hear the word chain, blockchain, all this stuff, and it's like, whoa, crazy. But at the same time, they're using torrents. Like, uh, like there's people's grandparents who know how to use torrents.
3: Yeah, LibTorrent. Right. Well, yeah, they just they
2: they go to the website, they click the movie, and it, it says like, click here to stream, watch
4: it.
3: And I think Brand did, did rewrite like LibTorrent at least five times.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They, that's crazy. And people like should not expect to when something like Matrix is being written, don't expect it to be flawless. It's compatible with everything, so of course it makes the attack surface much bigger. Hmm. But anyway, breaking stuff is fun. You should not be scared of using something because it could be like used to attack. Yeah, see, I don't know. People should take precaution. Like use Wunix, run it in a virtual box, or whatever.
0: Hmm. I mean, so one of the things that people, the points that people make about this which is what attack dogs thing is that it is hard to because of not a lot of people use it. I mean, it's the same thing. Not, not saying that it's every six platform is like this, but there's stuff like say Mastodon. Who uses Mastodon? I don't. I don't. You know, like there's people that do, but it's like you, it's not as common as you know. If you want, if you use the internet as a way to connect to the largest amount of people, people tend to gravitate towards the biggest platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever, um, mm-hmm. and then centralized solutions to that but it, it requires the sea change of we have to have everybody move to this
3: and yeah, the, the peers pressure is real because yeah. you're gonna use discord because all your friend use it so mm-hmm. you're gonna pressure your friend to use a software that doesn't respect your privacy and mm-hmm. sync it with Twitter it to block everybody. That's mm-hmm. something that decentralization will help I mean, because well, the truth is, Twitter won't be able to to block our conversation or our content feed.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: If you but, take so that software though and you say
2: you compare say Mastodon and Twitter to somebody who's never used either, they're not going to know the difference. So mm-hmm. then part of that pressure is just like getting them to use it because once they're there, They're not going to change unless they have a good reason because they don't care. Most people don't Mm -hmm. give a shit, right? Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Go ahead. I'm just saying that they just want to see the funny cat pics and the memes and the news. I mean, people want what is relevant to them and they look for the path of least resistance. Um, But, I mean, I guess the the question I'd ask you at most, anybody else here, obviously, who's a proponent of decentralization platforms, um, I'm
1: open what are, the Twitch
0: what chat. are some of the, the common misconceptions that you would? What are the top misconceptions that you would say that a average person has about this kind of software? Um, you know, we talk a little bit about like you know it's hard to use and things like that. But is there anything else that that you would say is a uh, a barrier to entry for people that they that they that may or may not exist?
4: Mm. Well, I I, w- I was talking to someone about. Uh, scuttlebutt today and and i just presented it like hey you know how how would you feel about a uh, social media platform where you can interact with people like facebook um but there's no central authority and i was i was surprised that their response was oh well uh, i don't think i would like that because um that that place would be full of Nazis.
3: No, that's false. Because with decentralization, you don't have to rely on a third party to block like that. You you don't want that. You just don't have to sync with it. Like like Scuttlebutt, it's required to be you to be on the same hub, which you can leave after you did peer with your friend, and to sync. With the user, and you decide which content that you want to sync with him. So, if you don't like Nazi content, you, it's open source. You you can even set a flag that that will prevent you to to see such content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, that is I, true. I, but what really?
4: Well, but I was like, I was just gonna say like um that that's true. You, you do have control, you can just block that stuff. Mm. But there's a barrier to entry there for some people because of the lack of Big Brother. Some yeah. people, some people want Big Brother there
3: yeah making the things and the
0: ability to have account. they want to have accountability for it and it's difficult to do something like that when you have decentralized networks i mean there's clearly there's there's people that use you know the platforms that we use for the reasons of privacy for nefarious purposes you know the same thing with the you know tor things like that mm-hmm. um but it's it's like it is a matter of yes you it's it's more about learning it but it's, it's difficult to convince everybody in the world who uses the internet.
3: Yeah, I think people being brainwashed to <laughs> being lazy for real, like they're scared of trying something new. I mean, I think people are of just... Of course, busy. there's a learning I'm very lazy. <laughs> Yeah, But I mean, well, uh,
0: it, it, it is tough for, for people yeah, with what you were saying, Rumi, though, to, to trust in being in a platform... They're in, a, in a thing where one, it is open source, it is newer technology, and it's not managed by people. Like, if say, well, let's talk actually about when Matrix got hacked, right? Mm-hmm. There, there were a lot of people that were very, very sketched out by that. And they didn't, we had just switched over to um, <laughs> Matrix. And people were like, I don't want to join this to, to me and other, other people who were saying, hey, join our network. Um, they didn't want to join it because they thought that. They would get hacked the same way, and no, so we got hacked. They were like, mis- "exceptions run about," <laughs> but it's it's hard for people to trust newer technologies. And you see, when the first thing that a lot of people
3: hear about Matrix is that they got hacked. And, and see, that's another point: security. You don't have to trust a company to secure your damn information. With decentralization, you can run your server. If if Matrix got hacked and basically it's not their server it's just their jenkins that were used for the website and yep. i think uh, riot client i'm not sure i should check the article but they did explain everything like they didn't hide a single thing and personally i think it's good that it happened before it get bigger because now they know their security was terrible. People did blame them, so they are working on that. But yeah, it didn't affect other people because it's not our server like Thug Crowd that that got hacked. The only thing that for communication, um, let me rephrase that, each own server used DNS for communication. So let's say... Matrix got axed, it won't affect us. That's like saying Facebook got axed, so Twitch is a, Twitch is fucked up right now.
0: Yeah. So there's actually a good chat happening right now in the Matrix chat um, window here. Um, so Plasma, as it said, that it's worth reading some of the stuff written by people who do moderation at Facebook. Um, it's not because people are lazy, but it's because moderation fills a ton before you see it. And some of that stuff is just awful. And um, it said also, uh, there's, if there's no accountability, sure, you can block whatever. But there's it's only after you um, see it or think about blocking it. So that is a huge thing. I mean, it honestly, that shit is some of the most depressing stuff to ever read of people who do Facebook moderation but think about the amount of you know beheadings and shootings and like child exploitation material and like revenge porn horrible shit that people are just going to post all all day all day forever mm-hmm. like, ever want to do but, but it's let's
3: let's it's, look at that problem it, for a second there is no good without bad you can't have like shadow if you don't have light of course.
0: Let me say, say like, that's an argument, legitimate argument from somebody who is um, talking the other direction. But but let's
2: say, say you've do? got the, the moderation, you've got the moderation at Facebook, right? The centralized moderation. That's, mm-hmm. there's no reason you can't have decentralized moderation as well. Moderation isn't tied to centralization. It's just a way to do it. So if you were able to propagate, say, a rule list that, or, uh, you know, I mean, so you're antivirus on your machine, right? It has a source of truth from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be a singular point of truth. Like, that system could be decentralized and you can apply the same things to other forms of content.
3: Oh, That's yeah, it will. Okay. got that. Like, the way it works, there's public hub. Uh, you need to sync with it. And if you follow someone, you're going to sync with that person, like I stated, like uh, 30 minutes ago, you can leave the hub and still be able to talk and see your friend content. But each hub have their own set of rules and can be running different code.
4: Yeah, and we have something similar with uh, Matrix where it, we choose to federate with uh-huh. other, other servers. So if there's a server that is just like an asshole server, you know, eventually the people running uh, the servers are going to choose not to federate with that, with yep. that You can blacklist
2: particular nodes, you can blacklist links to particular nodes, so if yep. a message is you- two, two hops away from another node and that message originates from a node you've blocked. You, you won't get it through that node, for example.
3: Yeah, and you can block it as well at DNS level, IP table, if you really yeah. don't I mean, wanna.
2: It also applies to like other things, like say for example, your torrent client has a block list usually for you know uh, DMCA known you know, mm-hmm. hosts. Or, whatever. Uh, or as well for like uh, cryptocurrency, a lot of the time, if you're running a full node for a wallet, like that's a way off the internet and only accepts, um, you know, connections from certain hosts. Like you pull them out as part of your, you know, singular architecture mm-hmm. for your
4: data, and it's mm-hmm. still decentralized. You know, if I, if I could tear down my straw man here, going back to the argument about uh, about the Nazis, <clears throat> um, what what I wanted to say was like yeah well that's uh I understand that you don't want to see Nazi content but you know today maybe the things you have to say are not controversial yeah but in the future you may have things to say that that are that are controversial and and the aspect of uh you know, resilience against censorship may be more important to you in the future.
3: That's a very good statement uh, right now because that's the thing—you you can't judge content from someone else that is posted on the internet unless it's child porn, of course. Because it, otherwise, it's attacking like freedom of expression expression. You know, Everybody should have their wa- rights to say bullshit if they want.
4: I mean, the internet's been full of bullshit, right? Uh, for, this is what makes internet great. <laughs> yeah, but Don't tell I, me I you will we have draw the use line. internet
3: if you will never see Goatsy.
2: I think where we draw the line is where content hurts people, and uh, that's kind of a little moving line. There's obviously a hard line where certain types of content are definitely hurting people, but you know that's that's a moving thing. So I guess that's what Remy was saying.
3: Well, uh, website like rate my poo will always exist. <laughs> you you can't get rid of bullshit. On the internet, that's impossible. Like even right now, if you go on face on Facebook, you're probably gonna see Nazi shit if you have Nazi people in your friend. Well, I mean it's the same concept, but just decentralized. It's the backend, in the API that are decentralized. In general, there's a difference between you know separating the technology and the users.
1: Yeah, hey, sorry about all that. Uh, that was uh don't plus. exist, we're all but What's up, Posix? Not much. I think apple uh, Apple got all What's my zero days now.
3: They got all your zero days?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about decentralization now, um for platforms like uh like Matrix and, and Torrents and things like that. Do you have any thoughts on uh on that?
1: Uh, decentralization is a very scary path to go down. Basically, it means, anyone, it means anyone can take over DNS. Can we know?
3: Well, the thing is, it's not all using DNS, and that's a false conception because most of decentralized protocol or software use integrity checkup and of course, there's flaw, like in everything I don't believe in in flawless software. I
1: don't know. I just think if anything is decentralized, someone can centralize it, even while it's decentralized.
2: I mean, it's about uh, maintaining control over a certain percentage of the nodes, which is usually 51, right? Control more than half. No,
3: no, no. If you don't use burn of proof, you're stupid. Basically, with Bitcoin, when you decentralize something, you don't want to make money. Burn that Bitcoin, like burn everything that you mine. Blockchain provides. The best entropy. What happened when you delete something of the blockchain?
1: Decentralizing has a lot of great things, but it is still a a very weak chain or very weak link in most chains. No,
3: TCP is decentralized. UDP is decentralized. SMTP is decentralized. It's only (laughs) the top layers of internet like DNS. And those kind of things that are not decentralized. Well, DNS is decentralized. It's the software level.
1: Okay, BGP.
3: Oh, BGP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's decentralized, right?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I mean,
0: that's, yeah. That's, that's a little bit of an argument, though. I'm glad that we're having a discussion because that is the example of it where people say, like, okay, you can or cannot... It's it's decentralized. Everybody can just say whatever they want to, and it's like, oh well, I don't like that, so I'm going to block you. Like you're not you're not really going to block somebody on PGP, Like you're not going to be able to talk to anybody else.
4: Yeah, but in more modern versions of decentralization, you've got some sort of cryptographic, uh, yeah, you know, verification that people are who they say they're, yeah so so the big the big platforms out there right now is like a decentralized version of twitter right it would be like mastodon uh patchwork patch yeah so uh uh scuttlebutt right it's kind of like the decentralized version of uh, like Facebook, facebook ish Stuff. Well, um, it,
3: that's like a, a, a pack of every fucking social media for real. Because you can play chess, you can store book, you can do shitload Lot of things.
4: You, you know what I? You know what I like about uh, about Scuttlebutt is I like the idea of setting up nodes that are local, like mm-hmm. actually actually putting a server in like a coffee shop or a pub. Yeah. And like uh, a park. Yeah, and have it, having people have it actually be a decentralized communication platform yep. for, peop, for people that are in the same geographic area.
3: Yeah, on Matrix, there's a mesh networking. I think they are in Toronto and they reached New York or some stuff like this, but that's what they did. They have bunch of node everywhere. That's pretty cool.
4: And then you got Matrix, which is, you know, sort of like the decentralized version of uh, like Discord, I guess. I mean, like IRC is, I well, guess, no. de- decentralized.
3: And um, Matrix is not only for chatting. You you can have a blog on Ma- Matrix. You can send SMS on Matrix. You can post on Facebook. That's the thing. M- Matrix can do. Pretty much every yeah, it's it's a bridge. I, I no, that not only bridge. It's totally but it's Like 100%. like a like RC. It's not a bridge. You can connect to RC from Riot or other client because it's integrate. It work with it. Basically, the bridge. Why you need the bridge is because the other. like uh, Discord won't be compatible with it so they need to provide the helper so it like it uh, it can send the data to them yeah and it need like to Uh. initiate the the transaction
0: so here's something that Plasma has just asked There's actually interesting um, question here how do you ensure them that Plasma is up-to-date secure. Okay. Can you repeat? Yeah, you're um, cutting out a little um, <clears throat> So how do you ensure that decentralized software remains secure and up-to-date? Because as you pointed out, I haven't updated to the latest version of Matrix. It means I'm a version off the new here.
3: Exactly. You, you but, just said it. Yep. Because we're able to see the version when you, when you look in the option.
0: But what does that what does that do for people who, let's say how you know Microsoft forces you to update or Apple forces you to update on on things, right? Or well, app in the background on on. It on can Google be worse like than if Facebook nothing... storing
3: password and plain text.
0: Well,
3: maybe, maybe,
0: maybe take <laughs> example, but let's think about say Android, right? It's a, there's a similar problem with Android um, with OEM images, right? With where there's a ton of different images from manufacturers that all have the stupid custom splash screen, of like Verizon or whatever, and they you know those things the the upstream changes to the Android kernel don't reach the end users until after the vendors as well as the carriers. You know, have to do their thing with it, and it just takes a long time.
3: Yeah, but then that's not decentralization problem. That's no. something that is already happening, and that third party and business have, have proven that they, they're not trustworthy. I mean, I don't know a single company that didn't get hacked. Well, no, right, so here's internet, an, an so.
4: the Nginx, right? The Nginx vulnerability. Mm hmm is totally going to impact matrix servers, or, you know, has.
3: And well, that's why you got to use Eawada or, I don't know, Caddy or other web server. You, you don't part of the stack
2: So that's somebody who's deployed player. <laughs> what the fuck was that noise?
4: <laughs> that was like a <laughs> <laughs> moped, a high-speed... <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, shit.
4: But the people running the servers it's their responsibility to keep that shit up to date.
3: yeah, of course they like don't don't use a server of someone you don't trust to keep it keep it update uh, sicker that, that's why I don't use matrix.org unless I want to do something stupid
0: yeah um, so I, I mean though the, the, So sorry, start reading the other chat here. To get back to our to our main point, though, about the the point that I was making here, how do you for people who are using something like centralized apps? I guess it's basically just you have to learn how to update stuff, and people aren't that good at that.
3: (laughs) People, yeah, but that's the same thing with with current like internet stuff. I don't think Facebook and all those companies keep their software very up to date, but yet they blindly trust them because they lie most of the time. They Mm -hmm. sell a product and that's pretty much it. The only difference is decentralized. From what I've seen, decentralized project or like, I don't want to say fully honest, but basically they, they have a good transparency toward the security breach, the update, and everything. Just look at metrics.org. They explain everything, and every update, things remove are like backlink with, with the GitHub link of the problem or report related to it. Of course for average people they they won't even care about that.
4: In, in theory if you have good end-to-end cryptography then even if if the server that you use is compromised then you're you're still okay.
3: Again deep in, not- like at which level you got compromised because if the person like break in your computer at some point, like do you think like encryption is rendered useless? But I'm just I'm just
4: saying, if if I use your server mm-hmm. and your server is compromised, but but the but there's good end-to-end cryptography, then maybe my message doesn't get where it's going. But oh no,
3: oh, uh, of course, like you know, the integrity they, should be. They don't good. have uh, the priv key which should be like encrypt another partition. I would suggest like encrypted partition and all the the things that you can do. If they don't have the privkey, there's not really a way that they're going to decrypt like a high standard of encryption.
1: Yeah.
0: So I guess where do you see um, all of decentralization stuff going in the future because we've identified some of the biggest problems, which are user adoption and also trust within the supply chain of it as well. Um, Where do you see, I guess, this sort of thing going? Because you're, Atmos, you're familiar with a lot of the bigger projects here. Um, Yeah,
3: that's what is harder for me right now. Like, I don't want to mix project and stuff and yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, so are you, you know that, like, uh, I think it was Hook that, uh, brought up a Twitch chat about um, decentralized voting systems like that. Do you think well, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll have more adoption by, say, like traditional organizations? Or do you think it'll remain something that's more for the power user like us?
3: Well, there is a project that if you were with me in the chat in the past few months, it's impossible that you haven't seen me stating this name. It's Blockstack. <laughs> I, I told so much about it. Some people might think I just work there or <laughs> I own fucking shit. But yeah, it's fucking cool because if you think about the blockchain that we mentioned, usually people are going to refer to cryptocurrency, of course, because it didn't involve money back then. But right now, think about your wallet holding your password your data data, and the only key that has control over all your thing like we always thought data breach oh what happened if x person get the data this won't happen anymore because you own it into your wallet
0: mm-hmm
3: and most of the authentication is done like locally you generate the only thing they have is like a one time password and the yeah. data that you want them to store there's already apps like you said for voting uh, i don't voting but it's not government based there's Elt record Based on that, we, we did talk a lot about hospital problems that that are getting ran somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's pretty much apps for everything right now. I should say, but some of them are very basic, and the the way they did and like start this project is very special because. Instead of doing, like, everybody, like, every company, they do their white paper in first place, even before having something to show to the user. They did their white paper when they add something working. Yeah. But, I mean, do you see, though, do you,
0: do you think, though, that, that uh, this stuff will be more widely adopted it, in like say like five years.
3: Well, in not in five years, in less than one years, uh, pretty much, I'd say thirty percent of business that you you know that I've product will have shift. By mm-hmm. I, uh, I will uh, I, uh, shit. I can't state the name because. Uh, of my work, but there's huge company that that makes game. I'm Mm going to say that like this, that are shifting like the old, their old infrastructure to decentralization. There's France government that is creating their own federation for metrics. There's a lot of huge company devolution where I worked for are already, Offering service of decentralization to our customer, so it's happening. It's just not at the user level right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's the other thing too. Do you think that this concept of decentralization, as we as we are discussing it now, with like more peer to peer stuff, with like end to end encryption, open source, do you think that that stuff will be more? Um, Misapplied in the same way that, say, blockchain can be. Oh, of, course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Of and course, so, yeah. how would you, I guess, re- respond to the types of vendors that would like to do something like that, where uh, there is, you know, tons of different solutions or tons of different chat programs? I mean, people could start a company that is based off of a matrix server, you know, and do something off of that. I mean, there's tons of different use cases for it. But is that something that you fear happening in the in the future with this sort
3: of thing Uh, well just like um, matt uh, blockstack that i was talking it could be used to enforce massive surveillance at some extent Mm -hmm. because the fact that you own your data could play but again just uh, think outside of the box make multiple profile but the fact some stuff are more tied to you that you have a kind of identity if you want with that and could be played against you. Matrix the federation model if if matrix federation would start to spy on all the requests that it served back to the user it could be terrible. But yeah, like everything, I don't think the current model of internet software level is better. Yeah. Because we, we still see like everyday people deploying WordPress.
1: Yeah. That is
3: no, absolutely. Just one of the worst CMS and everyone knows it's shit. Even the people like I've seen hacker, people from DG that, that de- deploy like WordPress and those people are supposed to be aware of problem related to it but yeah I don't know people have grown a, a, I don't give a fuck about what happened with my data or what I run
1: mm-hmm.
0: no I mean like it's definitely it's it's hard it'll be harder to get people I mean, well, people have said in here that uh, in our chats, and I agree that that um, you know, as more surveillance stuff starts happening, people are going to want to migrate over to um, you know decentralized platform. I mean, that's half the reason why.
3: Not we, really. You look at Discord; it's well, no, the worst thing you can have. No, people well, like will mm-hmm. listen the excuse of the person. Basically, what they do, they they do coerce a reaction for the user they're gonna use fear of something they're gonna use the most stupid reason to convince the user to need that like discord as example they did promote a false ddos protection that's stupid because people believe that but that's just the way that electron app work, they use a HTTP proxy, and when you use voice IP, it's use a turn server to relay that. It doesn't base on IP, it based on token. That's come on with all GS application.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: They, so, they, uh,
0: but but the, the thing is, though, the, uh, uh, the point I'm trying to make, though, is that we, we moved to our own self-hosted infrastructure on Matrix because we did not trust Discord, right? Mm-hmm. And, Too many people, literally every single time a new Discord vulnerability would happen out, I would find out because somebody would use it in our server immediately. (laughs) Like, (laughs) got, like, client-side you know, shell downloads and shit like that, URI exploits and everyone's calculator was popping on their Windows boxes and their clients were crashing from that stupid Um, (laughs) cool.gif. All those things were literally tried out on our server immediately and I'm like, fuck, there's, there's really no way to do, like, any sort of filtering or or traditional moderation that you would, for say, like IRC or any other sort of self-hosted thing, um, and that's why we personally migrated. But I I think that that's probably going to be one of the bigger use cases for this as platforms start, you know, deep platforming people, making it harder for people to do their own moderation and and configuration of stuff. And that's where I honestly see, that's where the value of decentralization is for me, is that when platforms cannot be trusted to do their jobs, that's where these sort of projects make the most
2: sense. you have yeah. all of those times, though, you, that we saw people dropping like straight up, like literally droppers, literally droppers that use the Adobe DLLs mm-hmm. um, in that you know were popping calc on people's machines. Out of all those times, how many were actually like zero none say that again how many of those were actually disclosed to the public by discord that like they were getting like wrecked frequently
0: oh no none of them
3: I mean none of them
2: there are quite a few zero, vulnerabilities none. in discord that we are aware
0: of that you can use on people right now yeah <laughs> and, like, so it, 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 and they're they're not that good at um, I mean they, they can be in some ways at triaging stuff but as far as being able to communicate that other people, I mean, they they do the, the automatic updates, but it's there's still tons of different
3: ways in which that they're, I guess, they're they're. There's, there's a lot of ways. The thing is, Discord don't want <laughs> smart people; they want dumb people on purpose. Like, the company owning is owning it is called armor and Hazel. It's a fucking data mining technique. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's stupid. You can't even report a vulnerability to them without getting insulted. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's definitely uh, we experienced that recently with a vulnerability that was reported to Discord through our, and also time to plug. If anybody does have a vulnerability that they are not comfortable disclosing to anybody with their real name or they can't this get access, it disclosure at thugcrowd.com is an email that we have to triage stuff. We've triaged quite a few, um, vulnerabilities for people with anonymously, um, to help them out. So it's kind of like, it's not a bug brownie per se because you're probably not going to get any money from it. But if you do want to say something to somebody and have them listen, um, let us know and we can help you out. Um, but yeah, I guess the final thoughts on this though is that, yeah, uh, there's quite a lot of, um, you know, Push towards decentralization in a lot of sectors, and I think that there will be a bit of um, of of uh, like upsurge in people using it because there are so many cool applications for it. But it will ultimately, I think, there will be, you know, quite a bit of time before the average user will
3: actually really care about this stuff, other than us who like are literally. Like, I right think there. that's the, that's a good point, and. Basically, if someone want to market it, they should try to get an audience that that won't care about decentralization and offer a product and advertise that product other than decentralization aspect. Mm -hmm. Because the average Mm -hmm. people, even if you tell them decentralization, the the only thing they have in their brain is fucking interrogation point, or or what the fuck he's talking about.
2: I want to go so watch porn. I was looking at uh, different um, agile boards and Kanban stuff and whatever uh, for task tracking recently, and I came across Effective uh, effective.af which is Effective AF on GitHub. It's written in Go. Seems pretty nice, and but then you have a look at their website, and they're just marketing like. Ooh, task trackers for volunteers who are like activists and whistleblowers. Decentralized, like the second you see all that, I will stuff, not trust that for real. No, you just go like, I don't want to use that. That that seems like a terrible idea. But the thing is that what the people like, what users end users are gonna want is a, is a stable product that they use, like that they have a good user experience and they don't know that it's decentralized. If you're yeah. trying to sell it, that it's something, sell on the fact that it's decentralized people glaze over. And you have to remember that most people don't give a shit.
4: Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, so I I think the answer to that is to is to make it local. If if you can if you can translate decentralization to lo- localization, I think I think that's the ticket.
3: Well, but again, that that's another word for peer to peer. Well, not all decentralized are peer-to-peer but yeah basically another word will be uh, fucking f- essay <laughs> <System>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any, a single idea of what I wanted to say don't smoke wow. weed kid
0: <laughs> well, well uh, couldn't have said it better ourselves Uh once um, again, over here. So, yeah, thanks everybody for listening to our uh, hearty conversation here about uh, decentralization. Um, thanks everybody for asking questions in the chat too. We have a lot of awesome people here at Tech Dogs. Thanks for <laughs> putting, uh, putting stuff out there for us. Um, so, yeah, um, we are still trying to figure out our guest for next week. Hopefully, it is who we think it will be. Uh, but after that, we uh, the week after that we talked to Hexadecimate about um, FOIA requests and crowdfunding FOIA requests. We get a lot of really cool information from the government, so credit for that one there. Um, but yeah, until then, does anybody have any um,
2: any last words or anything they want to say? about us before. We get that. Quick shout out to uh, to Echo for his uh, thousand bits. Yeah, I have a quick thing. Sure. this is kind of general you know show stuff but I'd like to know kind of chat wise if you guys want to vote in the chat um, podcast structure like we had a great talk today about the news and then the decentralization talk do you think it'd be better to have those as separate episodes released on the podcast apps or is just one long episode
3: I th- maybe we should do a poll where people can suggest idea yeah that would be, be awesome be We'd like to hear what you guys think and all suggestions are welcome.
0: Yeah, we can definitely put out some polls about stuff because we have a lot of questions about things. We want to make stuff uh, a bit more uh, user-friendly. A lot of our things have been very bespoke and uh, obscure and other words for not for normal consumption. So um, we definitely want to be able to have stuff for people to be able to talk with us, chat with us, ask us questions, report problems through us, uh, whatever, but, you know, we want to also keep things secure and fun and have the features that we want, so... Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And don't shout, forget shout to B- B- when Club.
0: you act... <laughs> Wait, what? Go ahead. Yes. Shout out to yes. um, <laughs> yeah, the VPN Club, thanks to uh, everybody who supports them too. They are a great organization. <laughs> um so yeah uh all right we'll see you guys next week um thanks so much for hanging out and that's it
4: shut up and get a fucking lawyer <laughs> yeah let you do it good night.